0: But I'm so excited about tonight's topic.
1: And go. Okay. <laughs> now we're live. Okay. So we got some things recording. Um, but go ahead. You were saying, so you're so excited about tonight's topic because what is tonight's topic?
0: We are going to talk about relationship and values. Mm. So I think this is a pretty, pretty hefty one. I'm like, I don't even know if we can cover it all in our allotted time.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah.
0: But... I'm excited so I would love to hear where everybody's from I would love to hear if you guys have questions or comments or what you guys think about the subject matter
1: yeah feel free to type that in the chat Um, I will go back and view it later but I always like to disable the comments just so they don't get in the way okay Um, but yeah so this is an interesting topic uh, that I actually really enjoy myself Um, I've always been a person that's really big into like relationships and trying to understand why we do the things that we do and um, for me it's not necessarily like this information doesn't necessarily just apply to like a relationship where it's you and your partner or your spouse um, I feel like a lot of this still applies to relationships as a whole as well mm-hmm. um, so take everything that we say with a grain of salt I mean we're not uh, professional you know a marriage professionals or counselors. um, Any information that we give you guys is really just some of our personal experience, some of the things that we've found um, that have worked for us, some of the things that we've benefited from, and uh, just a way to have open dialogue with you guys and share some of that information. So hopefully you guys find this uh, information of value.
0: And the other thing too is I think sometimes when we think of health and wellness, we talk a lot about what you eat and, you know, what you don't allow in your home and what you don't put on your body and stuff, but sometimes we don't really think about um those energies and we don't think about relationships and how that can affect our health as well. Um so I do again think that this is such an important um subject matter to discuss because we want to really take a look also about what's going on with our emotional um, state of being mm-hmm. um, so when we talk about relationship and values um first and foremost um I do believe that um, a lot of how you were raised or your upbringing plays a part in today oh very huge part very huge part because the reality is if you think about it like okay so in general growing up we think that the way we grew up was the right way right? Mm-hmm. Like, I will never forget, like, when I first got married, like, you know, in my head, I'm like, even like small things, I'm like, you're not folding the socks right. Like, that's not how you fold socks. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) right? See, the
1: funny thing, and and I remember that, like, I mean, we hadn't been married maybe about a couple months or something like that. And in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, what do you mean I'm not folding the socks right? There's only one way you can fold socks, you know, but that was from my perception, you know, and, and I came from a different household where it was like everybody did their own laundry. So I'm like, man, it doesn't matter how you fold socks cause you're not doing <laughs> my laundry. I'm doing the laundry. So, I mean, I a hundred percent agree with that, that like your background and your upbringing has a lot to deal with what your value system is, you know, and how you carry that forward into different friendships and relationships. Um, But that was a fine example. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Uh, that's cool.
0: And the other thing I was going to go like, even so when you think about your relationships or you think about little small things, whether it be, do we have kids? Do we not have kids? Do we have three kids? Do we have eight kids? Do we, you know, travel or do we stay? Do we both work or do you stay at home? Um, so again, some of those narratives that we grew up with, that is what we think is normal. Right? So I think of how I was raised, you know, to a certain extent, like, you know, in my brain, like the man made the money and like, I was free to be me and Mm -hmm. and, and like, and like make money how I wanted to make money. So. Um, many people know me that I've always kind of had somewhat of a more entrepreneurial, um, mind. And to me, like you can make money anyway. So I've never really stayed in one place too long. And even when we were dating, I was like, so just so you know, I have no problem working. But if one day I wake up and decide I don't want to go to that job again, I won't.
1: Yeah. I'm going to tell you at that point, I was like, man, that's such a foreign concept to me like I came from a household where like both of my parents worked, and um like in my mind I like had this idea I'm like oh okay like if she's not gonna work that means that she's gonna stay home and take care of the house and things of that nature so like the funny thing when you said that statement you're like yeah um if I decide like I don't feel like working I'm gonna just not go anymore I'm like nobody would actually do that what are you talking <laughs> about like Like, nobody just decides, like, ah I don't want to work anymore at this particular place. And they just up and quit like that. I'm like, my father was very much like the kind of person. He was like, no, don't put all your eggs in one basket, plan everything out. Um, So if you wanted to make a move like that, like, from my perspective, it was like, um, we're going to have a couple months, like we're looking for something else. Um, I'm pretty much going to have all my ducks in order, have everything lined up before I leave so that. Like, the moment when I'm, like, yeah, I don't feel like being here anymore. Like, I can act a fool and then then be out because I already know I have something else. But, like, you were, like, serious. You were, like, yeah, if I don't feel like doing this no more, I'm just not going to do it. And I was, like, wow, that's crazy.
0: But for me, I never, like, honestly and truthfully, as crazy as this sounds, like, the majority of my jobs, like, I didn't, like, apply for. Like, I just, like... When I got hired at Costco, I was taking classes at OCC, and like I was just chatting with one of the managers there. Whatever we were having a great conversation. He's like, "Hey, did you did you know we're hiring?" And I'm like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "Costco." I'm like, "What is Costco? I've never heard of that." This is <laughs> you... <laughs> like when Costco was <laughs> right? like fairly new. Right. right. I, right I mean there. I I was probably sixteen or something like that. Um, and and he was like, "Yeah, you should interview. It's a really good company." Da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, "I don't really need a job. I work at Arby's." <laughs> but whatever so i sat down with him had a little interview or whatever and, and but i didn't even think anything of it because i'm like i don't know what costco is you know whatever so he calls me back and he's like i just love your personality you have to come work with us um let's get you started and i remember too when he hired me he did not it, it wasn't until he got my license and he was like oh you're not even 17 And I was like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) mm-mm. It's like,
1: Like, when will you be
0: 17? Because we actually (laughs) can't hire you. But it was like the store was opening September and I was going to be 17 August 23rd or something crazy like that. And so it worked out. But it was like, again, I just happened to be there and happened to get get the job like i literally like most of my jobs like didn't even interview for i either knew somebody that knew somebody and it was like oh fill out the application so we make sure you're legit but other than that it was like jobs come a dime a dozen like
1: but then i i also think that goes back to you know the household that you grew up to into you know because once again that value system and how you look at uh something like employment and having a need or desire to, to work I feel like stems from the way that or the example that you saw growing up because you know your stepmom like she um, that's pretty much what she did and like your father he worked like a nine-to-five he took care of the family and then she's like uh, I think I want to do real estate uh, uh, I think I want to do something else and so it's funny that like I see that now and that plays so much of a, a role now when I look back but like it took a while for me to notice that oh that's her value system like it's for her it's like oh I don't work for money and to take care of the household like I work for the necessities and then when I'm done with that I'm done with that.
0: And I for my enjoyment like why would anybody go to work and they don't love what they do like that is insane. <laughs> my see, value system just could not align with that at all.
1: You see a lot of the men that I don't, so here's here's the other side of that. Because like sometimes like we're talking about just family and what you see and bring in in your upbringing, but it's also societal, you know, so like what was accepted or what is accepted as socially the norm plays a big part, because for years, like as a child and as a young teenager growing up, like that's all I saw. I was like, oh, men go to work and they make money. Um, It doesn't matter whether they enjoy what they do or not, as long as it pays the bills so i think probably more so in the past like five or six years have you really been like on me a little bit like you should pursue what you enjoy like you have all of these talents and these gifts you should pursue those um because you can make like it's 2019 like you can make money any any many different kinds of ways right <clears throat> you know the the internet kind of changed or was that paradigm shift where it changed how people can make money um so it's just it's interesting because like for me, that's still so ingrained in my value system that it's like, oh, the man doesn't necessarily need to enjoy what he does. he just needs to be able to take care of his family. It's crazy, yeah, and that's the other thing about <laughs> well no no no, no like you you kind of hit on something so that's the thing about a person's value system like if you're like Dana and I and I are are polar opposites like like if I say the sky is Blue should be like, ah, eh, it's turquoise or green.
0: I'd be like, well, actually, it's the red. reflection of. Right. <laughs> but,
1: but that's how, like, you know, in our upbringings, we're completely different as well. So, like, our value systems. Um, so, so,
0: real quick, I do want to talk about that. So, when we're, because right now we're talking about cultural differences, right? So, you might look at me and Anthony and be like, okay, well, y'all both black, right? And you both were raised in you know, the suburbs of Metro Detroit. So Mm -hmm. you guys should be somewhat similar. And then we even, you know, we were raised in the same religion and things like that. But we grew up completely different. different. (laughs) It is like a complete different culture, even though... On paper, it yeah, looks like. Like country, were you? Right <laughs> <in>? <laughs> <laughs> On paper, it looks like it, it, it this should be about right, right? Mm. But that's so so important to keep in mind in your relationships, in your and again, whether it's you know with a significant other or even if it's with a friendship, because you're gonna find that a lot too. That culture has a huge playing when it comes into, um, and like he was saying, even. How you view a man, how you view a woman, how you view responsibilities, how you view um, children—all of that might be um, have something to do with how you were raised, yeah. something to do with the culture that you lived in.
1: Mm-hmm. There, there was something I was thinking about as you were saying that when we talk about value system. For those who don't know what that is, that's like your your value system is your core belief. Um, so. It's it's almost exactly how it sounds. It's like, what do you value um, most when it comes to certain things? So I'll give you an example um, because I, I actually took a class on this a while ago. And remember, I had you do those cards. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the cards? So there was this card game that uh, actually helped you to narrow down what your three top values were. Um, I can't remember the other two offhand, but I know that the number one uh, value for me was work-life balance. And so it has it affected me like in the way where now, um, anytime that someone's talking about doing something that's going to require a lot of time, I'm like, ah, oh, nah, I don't want to do that. I'm good on that because my value system says like I need to have the most efficient use of my time to be able to make what I need, and then I want to be done. So. Coming And like marrying that with coming from a family where I had a father who worked a nine to five uh, type job, worked eight hours and then like came home and was done. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm cool with that. So for those who have followed us in the more recent years, the past three, four years, you know that um, Dana and I have been pushing more towards the entrepreneurial space. But whereas that wasn't a norm or a value system that was instilled in me from a uh, young age, and it was more so, I think, for you, like, it's one of those things that has come easier for you than than me, because it is a mindset thing and something I still struggle with now. Um, but to show you how you can have different value systems and it can still be beneficial um, on the flip side, like it does cause you to push. um, Sometimes when I'm giving you a little flack and I'm like, "Uh, no, I don't want to do that because you're cutting into my work-life balance, Mm. you know. So just to give a little transparency, what else you got there?
0: So the other thing I wanted to talk about is traumatic life experiences. So this can play a huge part into what your value system is, right? So if you as a child experience certain traumas or experience certain things... Um, there might be certain vulnerabilities that you have. There may be certain insecurities that you have. Um, there might even be, and this kind of is a mixture of, uh, that in the culture where maybe you grew up in a single parent household, right? And so maybe there were certain things that weren't secure for you. And so then you bring that into your relationships, right? So you never felt like you guys had enough financially so now then you need to overcompensate Mm -hmm. or maybe you had a parent that wasn't faithful to your other parent and so now you're paranoid that that same behavior is going to mimic in maybe your significant other or mimic in yourself Um, so you overcompensate for that so that can have a huge basis as well as when you look at those values. It's so, so important to know the different traumas or know the different things that one might have experienced before bringing into and getting into this new relationship.
1: Yeah. And I think at the core of that, a lot of it is uh, about trying to be understanding of where your spouse or a significant other is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, because to give you an example, so... Um, We were talking about spending the night over um, Friends house and other individuals and you said to me you were like yeah We didn't spend the night over other people's house. What do you mean? What are you talking about and I'm like, what are you talking about? We spent the night at everybody's house like I can recall like one of my best friends when I was a child like (laughs) I Think I stayed like five nights and I was originally only supposed to go one night But it would be like every night when my parents were coming. It's like can I stay another night? yeah no problem is that okay with them yeah cool so that's the background that i come from and like it's interesting like with our children like my daughter always wants to spend the night at somebody's house like it does she could have met them five minutes ago (laughs) and she'll be like oh can i spend the night and i'm like yeah cool no problem but for you that wasn't the experience and so like once again that's kind of a check because in my mind i'm like yeah nothing would happen to much like this person wouldn't harm them i'm very trusting like that But it's also 2019. And and
0: my brain is like, the world is evil and everyone is bad. (laughs) Don't trust your kids around anyone. (laughs) But I mean,
1: that, that could have initially for me, I think when you first told me that, I'm like, that's crazy. Like, what are you talking about? You know, but over time, like coming from a place of understanding, I'm like, and some of the things that you have told me from like your past and history. And I'm like, oh, okay, well. That makes sense. I hadn't thought about that. And then I have talked to other, you know, friends of mine and they're like, yeah, like, have you thought about this, this and this, you know? So it's just because people have different value systems, um, sometimes it may be hard to understand where they're coming from, Mm -hmm. but you definitely have to make that uh, attempt, make that effort.
0: Yes, definitely agree. So, the other thing I wanted to talk about is boundaries. Um, So, I actually, I'm going to read this part just because I thought it was interesting. So, relationship boundaries refer to not taking responsibility for your partner's actions and emotions and not expecting your partner to take responsibility for your actions and emotions.
1: Mm. Say that one more time.
0: So, relationship boundaries refer to not taking responsibility for your partner's actions and emotions and not expecting your partner to take responsibility for your actions and emotions. Mm. And I think this is super super powerful especially people in new relationships because sometimes I feel like you fall into this tendency of being, "Well, you made me angry. You made me sad. You made me you're you're not being I you made me insecure, right? So we are making them responsible for our emotions and our actions. And the reality is now, can somebody's actions affect you? Absolutely. But when you are clear on your boundaries, when you are clear on who you are, your actions have to be the responsibility of you, Mm -hmm. right? My actions have to be the responsibility of me. We have to own our own emotions, own our own feelings.
1: Yeah, because I I think of it from the aspect too, like I'm the kind of person, I've never wanted to allow somebody's um, words or actions to have control over my emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, So part of that is understanding your triggers, I guess, and understanding what boundaries you're going to set for yourself. So um if those types of scenarios arise or situations like you stop and you say to yourself like okay, I'm not going to allow this person's actions to allow me to feel this way. Um uh, especially if this is something that's like been repeatedly going on, like at some point you have to get tough with yourself. And if you here's the funny thing, like when you're in a relationship with someone so long, like for a while like you know kind of how certain situations are going to play out, right? Yeah. You know, so, but what will happen is, like, we see it coming, and then we say, like, we we get into the situation, and then we're mad at the person that that we got You acted
0: the way I thought you were (laughs) going to act.
1: Like, you dragged me into this. (laughs) And it's like, no, like... (laughs) You knew what was coming yeah. and you still went. i give you a prime example. And I think, I don't know if you were going to touch on this too, but I got give you a prime example is, is so many times like people will get in arguments and you see the argument coming and you still will engage anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like, like for me, like my value system, it's not necessarily, do you say it's passive aggressive? You say I'm, I'm kind of passive aggressive.
0: I don't know. You got to give me an example.
1: Um, so I don't like, I don't want to even say it's non-confrontational, but I'm kind of non-confrontational, you know, my, my value system says that even when we disagree, like I won't raise my voice, vice versa. I will not engage. And it's funny that I've had like other like females or women tell me that like, that's annoying for some so it's interesting
0: you you say that because i do remember like i don't know if i still do it as much so we're passing harmony we need harmony amongst the peace um i don't know if i do it as much but i remember and i don't know if you remember this but when we would like argue like i would smile or i would laugh
1: oh i couldn't stand that
0: (laughs) and like because it would be like (laughs) i could could see him getting angry and i'm like (laughs) you're what what's happening like what
1: I'm like, are you smiling to diffuse the situation? (laughs) Are you laughing at me? I don't understand. I don't know if
0: it was just like a nervous tension. I don't know what it was, but like, I would like laugh. Like, I'd be like. Full (laughs) on (laughs) joke. I'd be like. Why I mean, like, so angry. Like, you like, literally be sitting there, like, <laughs> why <you> so serious? Just <laughs> put a smile on the face. And I'm like, why
1: is she like, I'm being serious on my thoughts and emotions.
0: <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> so, but I feel like, again, that goes back to the value system. And that goes back to it's so important to communicate these things. Okay. So I don't mean to be you know confrontational or you know hurt your emotions or hurt your feelings when I'm reacting this way I'm nervous or I'm not sure where this is going I'm not even sure why I'm doing that
1: (laughs) you're like you're like uh what is it Ricky Bobby I don't I don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) I don't know what to do with my (laughs) face um but
0: I do think that certain aspects of that is important and like Anthony had mentioned, do you guys already have, okay, when we get angry and we get to the point where we feel like we're going to raise our voices, we feel like we're, we're going to start wanting to get physical. Do we know this is the time to walk away and come back to it when we've calmed and have our head clear, Or do we need to hash this out now and make sure everybody's on the same page? Um, so in our description, one of the things that I do think is important, and I've heard different people having conflicting things on this is some people feel like before I go to bed, I need to hash this out. Some people feel like I need to process this and I need to talk about it the next day. I'm like,
1: no, nah, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> so
0: it's interesting because I do feel like, so if anybody knows me, I'm kind of a hot head, kind of, yeah,
1: I'm but gonna say nothing.
0: <laughs> Um, so for me, my first reaction to anything is fight. It's like, wait, what? That's
1: why you you used to talk with your hands. Right. Right. Even right
0: now. Like I can't not, I'm like, wait, she said what? They used to throw me. I'm like,
1: like, what are you doing? I'm telling you one more time. (laughs) Say something else. Boo, boo. But,
0: but knowing that about myself, sometimes it's better that I process what just happened. It's better that I say, you know what, give me, a, give me a minute so I can get my thoughts together so I can work through this so I can actually hear what you're saying. Because then if I hear what you're saying, I can be at peace and I can better communicate um, what I'm feeling or how. And honestly, that's still even a new thing for me to be comfortable with putting the words to what those emotions are. Because um, I am very Logical. I'm very like, matter of fact, it was like, this is the problem. What's the solution?
1: You're like um, Data from Star Trek or Spock from Star Trek. I don't
0: think I'm that bad. (laughs) I don't think I'm that bad.
1: I'm I'm more the Captain Kirk. You like the (laughs) (laughs) Spock.
0: But, but for me, I'm like, okay, well, if there is a problem, what's the solution? Like, so how next time when we are faced with this situation, are we going to act? How are we going to get through?
1: You know what I'm thinking about. Remember the video, the nail in the head. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys ever, if we find it, we'll put it in the comments. But (laughs) uh, look on YouTube. There's a video called "The Nail in the Head," and it's funny because, like, people joke, like, and even we joke, like, within our relationship. Like, Dana's like, you're like the woman in the relationship. Like, you want to always talk about your feelings. You don't want me to fix things. You just want to talk about it. And, uh, and so the nail in the head is actually a pretty hilarious video and it, it hits right on the uh, <laughs> it hits right on the nail the nail on the head um, but I think for me that's a value system thing you yeah. know like I was always taught and what was instilled in me was like you don't go to bed angry because it's going to affect your sleep you're going to be tossing and turning and now I'm looking at you sideways like oh, I, just, I don't even want to be here right now <laughs> but after understanding that oh okay like when you're like no i i can't talk about this right now like when you're getting upset and you're like we're we can't talk about this right now it's not necessarily it being avoidance like my interpretation initially was but it's more so that like for you know for the sake of speaking to each other in a peaceful manner like just we're not there right now you know Mm -hmm. And so that's why, I'm, uh, why what I was saying earlier is so important. Like being understanding, um, taking time to cool off, and, and looking at yeah. things from the other person's perspective. Because you have to start to understand and and actually respect some of their values. You know, because yeah. sometimes like what's embedded in us is is so strong that we'll be like like no, like I was raised the right way. This this person is wrong. Yeah. Like you need to do it my way. And there's more than one way to skin a cat. And the reality is that I've learned, at least, um, you know, in being in a relationship and being a parent, like our parents didn't have it figured out. Like Mm -hmm. they were figuring it out as they went, which I'm sure that everybody else's parents were doing the same thing. So it's interesting that we put such a high value on how our parents did things. But in reality, they didn't really know what they were doing they just figured it out and made it work.
0: Right. But I will say this and one thing about the way I was raised and I'm so so appreciative of is that my parents always 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 played devil's advocate. Um and so I would be so sure in my thought process and so sure on how things should look or how I should react and like it didn't matter what it was, but my parents always would be like devil's advocate. And I'd be like what do you mean? You're, you guys told me that that's this is the right way. And now you're like being the other side. Like, I don't like that. But what it trained me to do is as I got older is it helped me to more perspectively look at other people's perspective. You know what I mean? Because then I'm like, well, there's always two sides to the story, right? Mm-hmm. There's always another way to look at it. And most things in this life is not about right and wrong. It's about... This is how I feel. This is how I feel. So I'm going to do this and you're going to do that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like so, so.
1: Or we're going to try to come together and do this. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Or yeah, like this is the medium that we're going to go with. Like this is how much I'm willing to push and move here. And this is how much I'm willing to push and move there. Other than that, that's it.
1: Yeah. Um, so then, I mean, we're getting to the tail end here. Um, one thing I just want to add is this is why it's so important. And I feel like sometimes we... A lot of times when people get into relationships, they skip this part. But it's like you really need to get to know the person that you're trying to be yeah. with.
0: Yes.
1: Like, like, I remember my father <clears throat> years ago telling me he was like, um, tell me about her family. And this is like when I, I think we hadn't been dating very long. And I'm telling them all these things about you. And then my mom and dad are like, what about her family? You know, because you learn a lot about the person through their family in, I guess, the eyes of how they were raised, you Mm -hmm. know, because that value system that's instilled starting from a young age, it's going to be ingrained uh, in you no matter what. And so only a person can decide to change their values, you know, what they value. I I can't change your value system and vice versa. Um, But like when you're in a relationship and you're working to have some kind of cohesiveness, like you do have to start to understand and maybe change some of the things that you were like so set upon in the beginning um, because it may or may not be right or or it may not be right for that person.
0: And I think it's a beautiful thing once your household is established, whoever your household is established, right? You guys create those value systems for your house, right? So it might be a mixture of how this one was raised and how that one was raised. But it might be, you know what? We looked at how that one was raised and this one was raised and I didn't like any of it. So I decided I'm gonna do something completely different, right? So you guys together can have your own foundation, but it's important that both parties are on the same page so that this is what it's gonna look like and this is what we're gonna do.
1: Absolutely. Um, Okay. Sorry, I'm getting lost in the comments here.
0: Please do. Did you wave to everyone?
1: I'm <laughs> still <in the laughs>
0: But yeah, here. so we would love to hear from others how that has worked for them um creating a value system for um you and your significant other or creating a uh or maybe that's something you want to try to do and challenge yourself to deciding, you know, here is our different value systems, here is how we're going to deal with certain things. Um, cause sometimes we think little things aren't going to make that big of a difference, but they really can in a relationship. They really can make or break a relationship if you are not on the same page or if you're not in the same place.
1: hmm Um, really quickly, I'm just reading this comment cause this is actually pretty interesting. So <clears throat> Tashina says, I have a hard time when folks don't get how unique they are and how most people don't think like them. That's, mm-hmm. that's so very true. Um, even though the people that may have similar interests, there's no one like you, like everybody, you that's why you're an individual. Yep. And so even my take on certain things, I have two sisters, we all come from the same household, but the way that we deal with certain situations and the way that we view certain things and our value systems are completely different. Why? Because we're individuals and we all are unique to one another. So that's a very good point. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm covering the camera. Um, okay. I think that's all of the other comments. I did get a chance to respond to everybody else. So we're going to wrap up. Um, let me go ahead and stop this here.